0: Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. Welcome to the show today. Y'all, we have heroes this week. My guest today, her name is Diane Latiker. She started an organization called Kids Off the Block. She is a modern day hero, literally changing Chicago and Chicago's youth. I cannot wait to get to talk to her today. She She is a firecracker with a lot of passion and just no nonsense um, about her. But of course, I've got a couple announcements. Listen, we have been meeting y'all everywhere. I have been meeting you everywhere. It is such an honor, you guys, to talk to you, to meet you, to hear your stories. I met uh, several people the other day and they're like, we listen to the show every single day. Dan, can you believe they listen to the show every day? Isn't that amazing? It honestly made me want to cry because you, you, that, those of you that do that, you know, are why we do what we do. You guys are the reason that we come to work. We make sure everything is as excellent as possible. Thanks to Dan. But you know what? Thank you so much just for your kind words. Know that we are praying for each and every one of you. And we believe that God has given us this mission of speaking out with bold truth. And raw faith. And when I say bold truth, I mean, bold truth, um, you know, um, I, I don't I, I've never been one to really like the sugar coating of things. I like just just t- t- tell me like it is, you know, even if someone has criticism, I would rather them tell me like it is, you know, just don't sugarcoat it. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm not going to like, you know, lose my mind for a week. Just tell me like it is, and I, um, I feel I know that God has put me together to tell you like it is, <laughs> as He tells me like it is. So bold truth—that's what we're about, and um, you know, we are about lifting up the name of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the answer, the answer. Uh, someone told me the other day, you know, you know, I got a lot of problems, but Jesus is not the answer. Like, like, yeah, He is an answer, but I also need. And I sat there and, and and thought about it for a minute and I thought, oh my goodness, Ugh. what? who's telling you that? Like, yes, counseling is great. Um, you know, th- there are several amazing things that are resources that we can partake in. But Jesus, Jesus is what changed me at 3 a.m. in the morning when I was a mess and getting down on my face and repenting and being humble before him. Um, so that bold truth changed my life. So I know I am called to speak about it. Raw faith is another one. When I say raw faith, a lot of people have said, why you call it raw? Like, that's like the worst word ever. And like, we were doing a t-shirt that said bold truth, raw faith on it. And the, and the graphic artist came to us and they were like, can we not change the word raw to something else? (laughs) Dan's having an allergy attack and laughing all at the same time. Um, And I said, no, no, we can't, because that's what I mean. Raw. God asks you to do something. You're terrified, yet confident in knowing that God will be there when you step out in faith and his rock will support your step. I don't know about you, but some of the scariest times in my life are when I chose faith. But I slammed, slammed my mind my circumstances upon the rock of King Jesus. And he has met me with his support every time. So no, I can't use a nice word. I, 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 Raw is it because raw is how you feel when you step out in faith. That is what our show is about today. And we've got someone on the show that has, stepped out in some raw faith and done that thing. Her name is Diane Latiker. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Diane, I have four kids. I heard you got a lot of kids. Tell me a little bit about kids off the block and your family. My husband
1: and I have eight kids of our own, four boys and four girls. Had one at home, Aisha. She was 13. We wanted to make sure she went to uh, graduated high school and went to college So I kind of started hanging out with her and her nine friends, taking them skating and swimming and fishing and things like that to make sure that she stayed on the right track. In the midst of that, uh, my mom said, Diane, those kids like and respect you. You should do something with them. (laughs) I I have to admit, I did not want to. I wanted Aisha to graduate and go to college, and I would be free, (laughs) I thought, and I'd be able to go fishing. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But God had something else on his mind because uh, for three days I prayed about it and uh, just came to me to go out there and talk to her friends uh, about helping them. I didn't know what I could do. I didn't know anything about an organization, programs, EIN number, none of that stuff. <laughs> but I invited them into my house uh, and sat down and listened to them, and the boys were be recruited by the gangs. They all were failing in school, and um, I just decided to start helping them with homework. Mm. And from there, I learned about uh, so many needs they had. And then they start telling other kids. And the next thing I know, kids are coming knocking on the door asking, could I help them? Mm. So that's how it all started.
0: So when when did this start? Like, what, what, what year did this start, kids off the block?
1: July 2003. It'll be 15 years this year.
0: That is amazing. And it started with, um, you said you had eight kids, but what, was it your oldest daughter? Is that what you said?
1: No, my youngest daughter. Oh, your youngest. She was thirteen at
0: the time. I oh, I have four kids. That's crazy, Diane. Eight kids. <laughs> I, I'm like, I ain't complaining about having four and being that busy anymore. <laughs> That's amazing. So there was there was clearly a need in the neighborhood, um, yes. just for kids to be loved on and. Um, really poured into. And tell me a little bit about this, your mom telling you that you had a connection with them. Because I think sometimes, sometimes we overlook, we're like, oh, that's just my mom. But tell me a little bit about that.
1: Well, she she noticed that the kids, they would listen to me when I would talk to them and that um, they wanted to be around me. And she said, they like and they respect you. You should do something with them. So, uh, you know, I... <laughs> I, 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 in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you know, they're just Aisha's friends, and so they're being nice to me. But it was more than that. Hmm. They truly did want to be around me. They, um, It was nine of them, and uh, they, they wanted to be at my house every day. <laughs> I and love so I, I had no choice. Like I said, God had another plan. It wasn't <laughs> mine, but he had another plan. <laughs> so Wow.
0: That's... Uh, and then it blossomed from there. So how did it blossom? So you started this in 2003. And so so tell me about the blossoming of of the organization so once
1: once I um, started helping them with homework uh, and uh, they started telling me about the gangs and the schooling um, you know what was going on in school and at home and I said wow these kids got a lot of issues but I, I can help I'm just a mom you know but I can help with what I can. So I started going out trying to talk to my aldermen. and I was so naive. I was trying to talk to everybody. I was <laughs> at every meeting to try to help these kids. And in the meantime, there were other kids that I didn't know who were coming to knock on my door. Oh, wow. They wanted to get out of gangs. They wanted to go back to school. They were drop out kids They were homeless kids. They We actually had to prepare them places on our floor in our dining room because they didn't have anywhere to go. And it just it went so fast from those nine to twenty five, then there were thirty five, then there were forty five, and then uh, my husband he was, what are we doing? We can't even (laughs) take it ourselves. (laughs) What's going on here? And um, and then um, I so my husband had a TV. I tell everybody about it. He had a big screen TV that would come in and watch every day after work. And uh, I sold the TV me to get some used computers to help them the kids. Um, and that was the first time he threatened to divorce me, um, <laughs> like I said, the first time. But after that, it was 55 kids. Then there was 65. It, it, it went all the way to 75 kids in our house day in and day out. And they would be sitting on the porch waiting on me. Uh, to come out in the morning, and the neighbors were calling the police on us. And oh, my goodness. It was just crazy. It was oh. crazy. <laughs> um, and it was it, sometimes it was six gangs coming to our house. Uh, we were trying to, you know, make peace and stop the violence, you know, because yeah. it, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. And so our van was shot up. I was yeah. in the midst of two guns in a gym with 75 kids. Uh, We got off a school bus with 52 kids, Mm. and there were guns everywhere. It was just crazy. Mm. It it really was. Mm. But for some reason, I couldn't stop. Uh, I had no idea why uh, I was so determined. That's why I attributed to God, because me, I was afraid at times, you know, for my family and for the kids that I was with. Yeah. um, But I was more afraid to come in the house and close my door, so... Mm. You know, I just kept going. Mm. Um, and more and more kids kept coming. Mm. And and finally, we got some resources and some help. I created a basketball uh, league uh, because that drew the boys. We're 80% male. Wow. And um, created a basketball league and a music studio in my apartment uh, in a bedroom, in a little small bedroom, because the kids all wanted to rap at that time. It was, so it was just it was a
0: mission that um the god said i had to do and that's what i did wow oh my goodness okay i have like 700 questions um <laughs> i first of all this I, I having you on the show was important to me because i think that uh first of all i we i travel a lot to chicago I am familiar only through travel. Uh, You know, I've never lived there, but I know that, you know, there's there's a lot of violence there, especially right now. And um, it's it was amazing to me to hear your story about doing something about it. You know, there's a lot of people that complain about things but um a lot of people you know we need to get back to doing acting you, you're yeah. you, you mad about something okay great what are you doing about it what
1: are you doing about it <laughs> what are you guys?
0: doing about it and i love just the simplicity of when i heard your story just the simplicity of how how it started listen they need to help with their homework so I had people coming to you know I had I had the kids coming around so I could help with the home and then and then God really blessed that and grew it and grew it and grew it and yes. um I was really attracted to that because I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm so sick of the complaining. I could like throw up. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like like stop complaining and start acting. It, it you know doing something to change the world, which is what you're doing. I mean, I, I I I talked about you this morning. I'm like, listen, we're having a hero on the show today. <laughs> um, you know, doing something is just as simple as that. Seeing the need and with what you can do, doing that. You know, it's not this big audacious. You, helping millions and millions of people, it starts very small. And then, of course, it builds, which is what which is what has happened with you. Um, so I commend you for that because I love having people on the show that that do don't complain. They're doing um, so. So I, I really commend you for that. So what you. what happened? When you have all of these kids, you said you got money to to sort of support. What is Kids on the Block doing now, and how did that sort of evolve and happen?
1: So, so let me tell you uh, about uh, last year. Well, in 2017, I was a uh, speaker at the um, Women's March Chicago. Yes. And on the way out, of it was like 250,000 people there. So you, <laughs> it was just trying to get through all of that after you get off the stage. It, it was a task in itself. Yeah. But there were women who were grabbing my arm, uh, and they were asking me, how did you do that? I want to do something. Mm. So I created uh, Fierce Over 40 because I was 46 when I started Kids Off the Block. <laughs> Love it. I created Fierce Over 40 to get women off their computers so they can stop being angry, tweeting <laughs> out on Facebook, mad, get out into your community and, and, and take action yeah. on issues you care about. Yeah. So, so we launched last year at the Black Women's Expo. Over 300 women came, and now we're, we're working with them. They're called amb- ambassadors to get out into their communities, and I, I brought that up because you were talking about you're tired of women, you know, people complaining. Yes. So, well, I was, too, and so I created that Fierce so Over 40 so women can stop being angry in their house, mm. so they can get out and, um, um, you know, impact what they, the issues that they care about. Yeah. So kids off the block, on the other hand, now I was a, uh, a top tier woman of work, for L'Oreal, in 2016. Mm. And uh, supermodel Carly uh heard my speech in New York at the award ceremony, and she launched a campaign to help us get a building and get out of my house. <laughs> um, she actually raised some money, and then L'Oreal stepped in and raised the rest of the money, and we now have a building next door, uh to uh, take all the kids in and do programming out of, right. and I'm super excited and thankful for that um, because my house was, kind of, you know, it was overflowing.
0: So, so when, how long were you, how long were you doing this organization out of your house? How long were you doing that?
1: The majority. Well, in 2010, some donors uh, from the Springboard Foundation came out to visit me, and they couldn't get in my house because there were too
0: many kids. Oh my goodness!
1: So they put they put their money together and they rented a spot for us um, to for an office space, and so we were in there for four years. Okay. And then then uh, that building got closed up, so we moved back into my house because I refused to stop helping the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have been helping the kids in my house eight years and then we moved into the um the center. The 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 donors moved us into there for four years and then we moved back into my house and we've been here ever since. Wow. Now we have the building now. Yeah. So we're renovating it. Uh we're fundraising to renovate the building. It would be a technology entrepreneurship center.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Uh, Yeah, to teach kids coding and graphic design and how to own your own business and arts program. Uh, We have a clothing design program. We want to give kids skills that will take the power of the gun out of their hands.
0: If you're just joining us, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. You are joining me and our guest, Diane Latiker. She is the founder of Kids off the block. The website is kidsofftheblock.us. the If you would like to contact her, if you would like to contact us, you can contact me at autumn Let's get back to our conversation. So what is, tell me, what is the mission? So, so I know that you're taking these kids who are created by God with a full destiny ahead of them and right. helping them see that, what What is the mission? If you could encapsulate Kids on the Block, what, what would that be?
1: So the mission is to, we're like a support system in the community. We're not taking over from their parents or their families. We're the support system for yeah. their families. Mm-hmm. So the mission is to provide them with, positive alternatives to gangs and drugs violence, truancy, and the juvenile justice system. Mm. Because we don't want them locked up. We want them to have a positive alternative where someone in the community like us can help them to succeed despite all the obstacles that they have, the violence. uh, their home situation their school situation we want them to succeed and we do that conventionally with programs like tutoring and mentoring but we also do it unconventional like buying kids coats in the winter so they can go to school taking them back and forth to school because of game territory so we, we do whatever we have to do to make sure that that kid has
0: all the opportunities and resources they need to succeed I love it, this is amazing Okay, so you, so you're, I love that you said support system because it is, um, you know, uh, parents, parent, uh, you know, in my view, I, I, me and me and my husband, you know, we've been married 14 years. We have four kids. Um, we we want to be, of course, the the voice of of the main authority in their lives. But to have someone to support what we're already telling them is yes. amazing. Like just reinforce what we're telling them because sometimes they'll, they might listen to you and they wouldn't listen to us. That's
1: right. And yeah. Normally, that's what that's what they do. But like, yeah. uh, Imagine having a community where your child goes out. And there's people in that community that are there for your children and you, who watch over them, who help them when you're not around. Mm. And that's what we need.
0: Yeah, I love this. Okay, so tell me. So you told me a little bit about the building and sort of you're renovating the building. So what are some more long term goals for kids on the block? Where where are we going with this, Diane? What, what, What what what's your vision for the future?
1: Well, the future is once, once we get this building up and running, um, then we're going to travel the country. My, I have seven de- dedicated volunteers. Mm. Um, so we're going to travel the country and create other kids off the blocks in other cities. Actually, we're, we're going to Atlanta next week. We've been um, back and forth in Atlanta for six months. And we finally have a place there to we'll have our first out of Chicago kids off the block. Wow, I love that it. Open in September.
0: Oh, so it's opening in September.
1: Yes, because we, we've been cultivating this for six months uh, back and forth in Atlanta. So we found out there's a need in the fourth award. We have uh, awesome people who love young people who are going to work with uh, the organization. And, you know, uh, 30 young people will be the first to uh, participate in the program there. Uh, so I'm, I'm super excited. And then we're on our way to Mississippi uh, mm-hmm. to pass Chris because they requested the kids off the block there.
0: Where in Mississippi? I'm sorry. Where, where in Mississippi are you going?
1: Uh, Gulfport,
0: Mississippi. Okay. Okay.
1: Yes. So um, and then we we just came back from New York uh, in Brooklyn. Wow. So we're looking at a spot there. So so that's what that's what I'm hoping for the future to spread kids off the block around for kids who don't get. Um, the resources and the opportunities they need because they were in a game, because they have a background, mm. because they've been, throw, they've been thrown away. Mm. And we want to catch them. Mm. We want to be the organization that catches them.
0: I love it. I love this. I love your heart so much. Um, I asked you about Mississippi because um, my my baby daughter, we adopted her out of Mississippi and so I was wondering if if, really? if I, Yes, yes. She came yeah. from Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, so I have great. I have oh, such awesome. I have a huge place in my heart for Mississippi because I mean that's where my baby girl came from. Um, so I that's love that awesome. you're going there first. That's amazing. So so Diane, you you're clearly very Passionate about this, I like I said. One of the reasons that I wanted to have you to talk about this is because we do so. What you you even said it, you know, we do so much with our computers, complaining, complaining. Yeah. And um, you know, I want. I want people to act like hold your tongue and act like, like the, you like you need to utilize the purposes that God gave you and act. So uh, we have a lot of listeners. Tell me tell me what you would say to someone that is interested in this type of work. Like we're we're we'll, we'll podcast this out and it'll go everywhere, but but it will air in the um, in North Texas. Tell, to, to okay. give, some, give some advice to those that are sitting and listening and saying, it's too big, it's too much. What, what advice would you give to someone that wants to start something like this? Or can they contact you to get a Kids in the Block here in Dallas?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, first let me say what I, what I tell young people. If you can believe that you can achieve it, I tell them that all the time. If you believe that there's an issue in your community and it, it really, like, bothers your soul that mm. something needs to be done, but you think somebody else should do it. Nobody else should do it. You should do it. Yes. Because it's bothering you. Yes. And you don't have to have a million dollars. You don't have to have a big facility. You can start where you are, helping the people around you. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how big a difference that makes. Mm. Just Just care. Care. Get out of your house. Get out into your community and talk to people and find out. Because if other people feel like you, you're not the only one.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Just just get out there and do something.
0: Mm.
1: You know, don't, don't leave it to anybody else. Because nobody's going to care about it or do about it the way you do.
0: That's right. I love that. And it's so I feel like we kind of overlook, people can overlook these passions that we have and they think someone else needs to do them. When really they're inside of them, because God placed them there to be an That's answer right. to a problem, which is exactly what what you have done. Um, to, what if what if someone wants to start up a Kids on the Block here in Dallas? Can they get a hold of you, Diane? Uh, do you do you, yes? Okay, they can contact
1: me here at the office at 773-941-6864. They can go to our website at uh, Kids Off the Block dot us. And leave me a message. Uh, I will definitely come wherever they are.
0: Well, we would we would love <laughs> the to have you.
1: Young need us all of us. They need all of us. Yes. And so, if they're if they're willing to help the young people in Texas, I'm willing to help them to do that.
0: Well, I know, I know your need. The need is is there. We need we need um, the laborers to step up and and say, listen, I will do this. Diane, you're such an inspiration to, to so many, and um, I'm just so honored that you would be on our show today. Thank you for sharing your story and your passion, and God bless everything that you're doing. And, and I truly mean that. I want God to bless everything that you're doing and to continue to bless to bless your efforts. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today.
1: Thank you again. I really
0: appreciate it. And God bless you too. God bless you. And thank you for listening out there today. You guys, if you were inspired by this, I know so many of us have that tiny little nudge in our spirit. And I, we get this question all the time. What is my purpose? How do I know my purpose? And I, my, my answer is always quick. If you follow your passion, it will lead you to your purpose um, God didn't call us to do something that we're not passionate about. He created us with the desire to meet a need um, that that there is on earth. So, um, if this has really uh, touched your heart, you know, I would I would highly suggest you reaching out to kids off the block um and maybe starting one up here in in dallas i would love to see that um thank you so much for listening i will see you tomorrow right back here on the autumn mile show thanks so much for listening today the autumn miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated to make a donation visit AutumnMiles.com. and with a 100 hundred dollar donation or more you'll receive an autographed copy of autumn's book appointed your future starts now Join us next time for the Auto Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.